my god oh my goodness i'm so like freaking excited like where's my applause button where's my applause button is it this one no it's not okay so this is not this is just this is definitely not how i wanted things to be introduced go away there you go <laughs> This is exactly how I feel right now. Like, I'm so hyped and I'm so excited to be recording like this. Um, this, this is like officially quote-unquote episode, episode two. Um, but, okay, thank you, applause. Like, this is so much. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm incredibly, incredibly excited to even, like, have the chance to record again. Like, I know it's been a month and change since I've even been in here. And, you know, before I kind of just, like, progress, I kind of just, you know, because I know in the previous, like, the previous intro or two, I was like, oh, I'm going to use a fake name. No, actually, I think it was the first episode. I was like, oh, I'm going to use a fake name because, you know, I, but then again, I was like, it's just not going to be real because I always like to say my name when I speak. I was like, oh, but I know it's weird. I know it's weird. Like, only crazy people refer to themselves in third person. I do it. It, it is what it is. So anyways, like my name is Danielle. Like that's my real name. <laughs> and I just felt weird about like saying it's Kai, even though I love the name. It's just like my real name is Danielle. And so I will just start by introducing myself and just be like, hey, it's Danielle. Only because that, that's the truth. And then that's what makes sense. So what up? Like, this is crazy. Like I, it's, it's been a month. Um, since I last recorded, was it a month or two? No, actually, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, it's been two months. I think the last episode I recorded that on the 24th or 27th of April or something like that. And we're now in June. So it's like, yikes. <laughs> so it's been two months. It hasn't been a month, like almost two months. So, whew. So much has happened, which is why I kind of just like, you know, unfortunately put the like podcast on a bad burner because, you know, so many, so many, so many things have happened, like where I've been. Um, so let's just like go down the list of like providing updates. So I don't know, like from the previous experience, like the previous episode, I talked about um, my, how I was looking for a job. But before I even go there, before I even go there, I want to start on a very positive tip. God, God has been incredibly, incredibly good to me. And so I wanted to start with like my thankful, my grateful segment, thankful, grateful, you know, either way. I just wanted to start with that grateful segment because I think it's just a great way to just start this off with like positive things and just how I'm grateful to God for everything that he's doing in my life. Thank you, Jesus. I really appreciate everything that has happened. I, I, I appreciate him. Um, and, and, you know, as, as, you know, discovered in the previous episode, like I'm Christian, you know, I have a, I have a relationship with Jesus. He's my God. And you know, that's where I am spiritually. And so I always try to look for ways to like acknowledge him. And so I really felt like this is just the perfect way to really dedicate this segment to him and this whole, like the, I, of course, you know, because of who I am as a Christian, I just, everything I do is like, is oh my god how can i make god happy but this segment is just perfect and it's just my grateful sermon and my grateful segment and what it is it's like it's just an opportunity for me to just basically talk about or to just mention like just a shout out to god to just be like yo thank you so much for that and so this week and like for the past month i guess um i'm really grateful for and i'm thankful for you know being with my siblings 
like I'm with my siblings right now and I'm, I'm going to explain how and why. And so I'm with my siblings right now. We live, we're in the same house and it's very peaceful and we really, it's really, it's, it's, really, it's always comforting and, and, and invigorating to be living or to be around family, like to be around those who love you the most, and those who care for you the most, those who are willing to support you when you go through troubles. And so it's always, always, always an incredibly, um, at least for me, I know it, my life is not reflective on other people's life and experiences, but for me, I'm really grateful to God and thankful to him because he's really given me the best siblings that really show up and always show up for me. Like whenever things go wrong and just things go sideways, I can always count on them to really like be there for me. And so I'm really, really grateful to God for that. Um, also grateful for you know, peace of mind. I'm alive this morning. I got up this morning. I'm able. I'm 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 healthy. Not to say that if someone is not able, they shouldn't be grateful. But I'm just going the list of things that I'm really grateful for that I can use my faculties. Like I have not gone crazy. You know, even though, oh, the way this world is going, there's always. I mean, you can never like. There's always a thing or two that can make you lose your mind, including he who shall not be named that's in the White House right now. And his antics, but it's just, I'm really grateful to God. Like I'm looking at my window right now. It's sunny. It's officially summer. So you know, that's always going to be like elevating the mood. So I'm really here for it. Um, it's, it's, it's really, I'm really grateful for that, but also like a little side, little side testimony. Well, it's not even a testimony, but it's just a thank you. Thank you. Y'all, I was at my... <laughs> I was at my job. I'm going to, again, go down the list because I have updates to provide as far as jobs go. And guess what happened? This is, it was just, I was just shocked. So one of my coworkers walks up to me and she's like, hey, um, would you like an iPad? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would like an iPad. Like, what, what is this? You know, I work at a, a for a quote unquote electronic store of 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 sort, and so she was like, "Yeah, like we, you know, these are the iPads that we use for our displays in our stores, and they're 2016, and you know, since we're 2019, you know, we just want to use new things." And I'm like, ha, "Yes, give it, please, give it my way," and and I have an iPad Pro now, which is nuts. I'm I'm just I was so stumped. I was like, "God, what?" what like are you serious right now like a free ipad and it's like a 12.9 uh, inch screen i'm just i'm just in awe by it and i'm like nah god like come on like this is too much so this is these are just like amongst other other things like my 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 parents are doing well they're alive and healthy um like you know again like you can talk about everything else but this is like the core right here like as long as you're healthy, ooh, even though if you're, if you're going through um, just hardships and whatever, as long as you're healthy and your family are healthy and everybody's alive, let me tell you, it is like, this is it. This is it. Anything on top of that is an added bonus and we'll be grateful to take. But it's like, as long as you have your health and your family's here and they got your back and God, and most importantly, God has your back, forget it. Like if God is in your corner, like, you know? So, yeah, so I'm really, really, really grateful about that. But where I've been, my goodness. So it's been two months since I posted. And the last, the previous episode, I talked about how I was going on interviews, like really interviewing because I wanted to take a break, but just some things happened that really shifted things. And 
didn't allow for me to take the break. So I had to look for a job in like three weeks so I could really like, I, I basically needed to find a job and I was still in New York, you know, and I was interviewing like a mad woman. Like I was just like looking for jobs, interviewing, going to agencies, looking for jobs. And you know, well, that didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out. Um, I didn't get the job. Like literally I was interviewing until like the very, very, very like last um, minutes. Like, I, I think the end of the month, if I was not mistaken, was like on a Sunday in April or something like that. And I was, I was still awaiting for an answer like by Friday. Like, no, actually, no. I think um, the end of the month was like a Wednesday or Tuesday. But I was like, by Friday, if I don't get an answer, then I will have to leave because, you know, I can't pay rent for a whole new month when I won't have a job. And so, you know, that's what ended up happening. So I moved to Virginia. So I'm in Virginia now. Um, and you know, that's what has taken me like such a long time because you know how it is. Like when you move, like when you move even from like a house to house in the same city or the same state, like you, like moving is like, moving is moving. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's moving. So it's like, it just, it's, it encompasses a lot, but you know what? Like this has been the season of moving because I was helping a friend leave. Then another friend was leaving and then I was helping them. And then I moved to like, I moved back to Virginia and then, um, my parents needed to move. So we, well, actually I can't, I didn't help with that. <laughs> I'm talking about, I, I didn't help with that, but then, so there was that, but then there's also another move like we're going to uh, move at the end of July. So it's like four moves in like three months. And so it's been a little daunting, but like, it, thank God, because I'm not like super incredibly exhausted. Like I thought I would be, and I thought I was, but again, like, thank you God for strength because I feel like re-energized and re, re, reinvigorated if that's the right word. Um, and so, yeah, so that's, that. so that's what happened. That's where I've been. I've just been moving from state to state. And so that takes quite a bit of time to kind of get used to things and to just like, um, you know, get back into the swing of things and just get your life into some sort of like routine, even though, you know, trying to get away from routines because you want to, want to spice your life up and just do un unexpected things. Um, and so, yeah. Um, what else? Um, the, so updates, I, I have a job now. Yeah. I have a job now. I, I, I really have to get like line up my sound effects because, I really need like a year or a yay or something like that. I think I have like, I have fart, <laughs> I have fart buttons and like weird sounds like alarms. Like I don't have a yay. I, I have fireworks. We'll, we'll do fireworks. Yeah, we'll, we'll do fireworks. It's a celebration, you know? Um, <laughs> oh, actually we had to have an oh yeah button. How does that sound like? Exactly. Okay. That will do it. So yeah, so I have a new job. Um, it's still in the, like in the accounting, um, field. So that's really good. Um, it's like an electronic store of sort. Um, hence, <laughs> hence why Jesus has blessed me with an iPad. Thank you, Lord. Um, and so, and you know what, now that I think about it, I've always been like blessed to have jobs where they like give you free stuff. Like, the job that I had before that was for like a marketing agency. And because we were like mostly geared towards selling products to women, we just like, there will, there will be days when they're like, Hey, if y'all need free like shampoos, conditioners, and like 
you know, leaving conditioners, like come get your handful. Or if we, if you need skin products, like come get your handful or, Oh, this company that we're working with is giving away yoga pants and things like that. So it was like those little things, even though like, you know, you may be at your job and they're not paying you well, like little things like this really like sprinkle things into your life. It makes you happy. Like free anything. I'm for it. Like free anything. I jump at the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? So it was really nice to kind of just like, again, free iPad, like what, what? Like I was, I was so excited. I was, I was just, I just, I couldn't believe it. it could, even though it was in my hand, I couldn't believe it. They gave me a case and everything, a charger. I was like, child, really? Okay. Yeah. See, I, okay. You're going to mess around and have me here for a minute. Even though like, you know, I'm not going to lie. Secretly I was plotting on like, you know, how can I get a, a new job? Because you know, the pay is not what I would love for it to be. Um, but here's the thing. Like, I'm a serial quitter at, like, my jobs. Like, whenever I don't like something, I'm like, ah, I'm quitting. I don't even, like, take the time to be like, oh, you know, let me stick around. Let me find out how it is. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Like, I, ugh, I'm out. And so, and I know it's not a healthy way of, like, dealing with situations. Like, whenever there's, like, any sort of unpleasantness, I'm like, ah, I'm out you know, um, but anyway, so that's, so that's that, you know, it's like I have a new job, but it's also one of those things. Like I did mention in like a previous episode where I'm like also on this tip where I'm like, I'm still providing updates, but I've also mentioned where I'm on the tip of like learning how to let go because I really, really heavily feel like this is the season for me to just like let go of things. And like first that I can pinpoint was just me letting go of the city. Like, I love New York. Like, you don't understand. If I had a tattoo, I would have a tattoo of New York somewhere on my body because I really love the city. Like, I love the grind of the city. I love the energy. I love the people. I love the, I love everything. There's just something about New York that's just like, that cannot be replicated, that cannot be duplicated, that's like very unique. And it's like, it just attracts a nice mix of people, even though I was not talking to people because, you know, I'm a recluse that's not the point. <laughs> you know, the point is like, I really, really did love the city. But also the reason why I love the city is because you can be a loner and still enjoy your life in New York. Like you could be the shyest, most reclusive, elusive, like introverted person and still really enjoy your life because you have the balance to still like be by yourself and still be around people. Um, and so I was like, I really like any type I'm like away from New York. I'm like, yo, where am I getting back? Where am I getting back? Like, I need to get back to the city. And so, you know, this time around, I was like, okay, I'm just letting go of New York. If God wants me to go back to New York, he's going to provide the ways and the means for me to do that. But as far as like me seeking ways to go back to New York, I'm no longer doing that. You know what I mean? I'm just letting that go. So if the, again, if this is God, God, if God wants me there, he will just take me there. But as far as me pursuing it and saving my money and putting it in my mind and blocking things in my life because I want to be in New York and that's the only place where I see myself at, you know, not doing that again. You know, I'm just like letting that go. And that was like one of the first things that I think I can point out and be like, yo, yeah, I let that go. Because like typically whenever something will happen, because, you know, I've been in New York for like almost 10 years now, well, more than 10 years. Um, and typically what would happen is like, if I go through some hardships and things like that, um, I would, 
I would be like, yo, but I'm going back to New York though. So I would save money, but my mind is on New York. I'm not even focusing on the experiences that I have where I'm presently away from the city. I'm not focusing on the lessons that I'm learning because I'm like, but I'm but New York though. Like I'm still fixated on the city. And it's like, it was weird because literally like you cannot say New York to me. I cannot see a picture of New York because I miss it. It's like a, a friend or a boyfriend or something. It was weird, <laughs> you know? And so I was always like, because I just, I don't know, I felt comfortable. Like, the second I touched down at JFK, I was like, yo, this is it. Like, this is the energy that matches me. And I'm like, I, it, I just felt like this sense of belonging when I was there. Even though I didn't talk to people, I just felt like, you know, it was home. But the thing is, like, you know, when you do the thing, with your, the walk with God thing, like, you you cannot be tied to a situation or to, you cannot be tied to a place. And even if you're not even walking with God, right? Like, even if, like, you know, we're just talking about, like, simple growth, you can't be tied to a certain situation. You can't be tied to a city. You can't be tied to a, to a, circum, a, 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 a particular set of circumstances because, like, what if that's not what your blessings are? Like, so what do we do? We just stay in that place because you just feel like it? No, like... So, you know, yeah, that was one of the things that I was like, yeah, I need to let go of that. I need to let go of the idea that my, I can only be happy and fulfilled and complete in that city. Because what if God has something else for me in a different place? What do I do? You know what I'm saying? So there's also that. And also, I think it was just because, like, I'm comfortable in New York because transportation-wise, it's very easy. I hop on a subway and I'm, you can, like, you, you're free. For those of us, like, I don't drive. So being in Virginia, you're like, yeah, you have to drive. You know, because they're like, especially where I live right now, like in like, we're really removed, and there's no public transportation. Transportation, there is, but it's like it comes every hour. Like, like what is that even? What, what am I gonna do with that? Like, who? So basically, if I need to go from point A to point B, I need to get up like not only like a couple of hours before, but then when I'm done at work, I have to do a couple of hours later. Like, huh? Nah, we don't do that. So I was like, yeah, I need to learn how to drive. And that was another one of these things where it was like, I've always had like opportunities to learn how to drive. But again, I was, how do I say this? Like I was just one-sided. I just was like, but, but New York though, <laughs> you know, I was always thinking, I'm like, I'm going to New York though. Like, you know, and so I really didn't take that seriously. And it was silly because what? Like, no, like. Take as much, take advantage of as much things as you can wherever you are. Don't limit yourself to, okay, I can only grow when I'm over there or I can only take advantage of things when I'm over there. Like, don't be so limited that you only allow yourself to grow and to soar in one place, in one place only. Like, that's so unfair to your identity like as, as a spiritual person, but just like, just as just a regular, like, just do not allow yourself to, to think, to come from that place of limitedness. And so, yeah, I had to let that go because that was a little bit weird. And I knew I let it go because, like, now, I, no problem. Like, I can watch something in New York and I'd be like, oh, my God, I miss the city. Oh, my God, I miss the bodegas. Like, I miss just getting up at, like, 4 or 3 in the morning and still walking outside and still see people. Like, you know, it's not coming from that place. It's more like, oh, yeah, like, that's what's going on over there. Again, if God wants me there, he'll take me there, no problem. Like, it's not a problem for God to put you where he needs you to be. So I'm like, okay, if this is what he wants, yeah, he'll open, he'll open the doors for that to happen. So it's not really like, it's not really a problem. Um, but yeah, so I'm just like slowly and surely letting, learning how to let go. 
another thing that I'm learning how to let go is like, ah, these are like, there's very like, they're just like various things where I was just like coming from a very un- unhealthy place where I was like, oh, some, su- such and such bad thing happened because I thought of this. And oh, this happened because I say this. And oh, this happened because I ate certain things. And I know it sounds silly, but it's so limited. But it's like, I don't even know how that started. I think it's one of those things where I, I'm just going to blame the devil because, you know, why not? He's busy, but so is God. But yeah, because it's just one of those things where I'm pretty sure it started as something silly. Like, oh, don't think about these things because if you think, and don't get me wrong. Like, of course, of course, our thoughts are like powerful and everything but like let's just not blame every single little something bad that happened oh i didn't get the job because i thought of something you know what i mean you know it sounds silly um but yeah so i'm just learning how to let let these type of things go um what else am i learning how to let go um and maybe at some point i will just like i don't know just because hey um i want to again i'm coming out of my shell I'm trying to leave away, leave behind that whole recluse, elusive hermits thing. <laughs> so I want to actually start also a YouTube channel where I will actually talk about how I'm letting go because it's one of those things where everybody's telling you, oh, just let it go, just let it go. But like, not ev- like you don't, people don't really tell you exactly like what letting go is. Like, what does it mean to let go? Like, how do you actually practically let go of things? especially things that you love and that you enjoy. And so, yeah, it's like one of those things where people don't tell you how to do it, but expect you to do it. It's like, no, give me instructions, give me a manual, give me steps, something so that I can follow to be able to really successfully like abandon things that are detrimental to me and just have the create the space because that's what it is. When you, it's like checking, like, I don't know, it's like traveling, right? When you travel, if you like, you're going with your luggage, you have to check most of your baggage somewhere and then go there only with a carry-on. Um, and then once you're done, when you travel and you and you land, then you can go ahead and just retrieve your items. It's like that. Um, but in a different way because I feel like if there are some things if you don't let go of, you just won't have the space or the bandwidth to really um, accept the wonderful things that are coming your way. It's like if you don't drop what's in your hand, how can someone give you anything? You know, it's, it's just that very simple concept. That sounds so elemental, but it's so hard in practice. Like it's incredibly difficult um, to do that. But it's also like, okay, like, yeah, I need to let go. And that was the other thing because, you know, all this time, and when I say let go, it's not just about those life things, but it's also letting go of like just forgiving people. Um, I'm probably going to talk about that in, in another episode, but just how forgiving, you know how people t- were always like, oh, forgiving is not for others, it's for yourself, but I just didn't know what people meant because people just did not go in depth about, in depth about what it actually meant. But it really is because when you don't forgive people, when you don't forgive someone, even though you have the right to not forgive them and you have the, author- and you have, you have the choice to not forgive them. Again, it's this whole thing where it encourages spaces. You, you enc- like it encourages spaces in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit. And so, I mean, depending on how many people offend you, which in depending on how active you are, um, the more people offend you, the more you incur. And next thing you know, you're full of that. You're full of that hurt. But then you're full of pain and anger 
and you want to avenge yourself as well but then you become also bitter and then you also have to add like the experiences in life that are all like like you cannot get back at life like where, where where's life at so you can punch it or her or him you know what i'm saying so it's one of those things where it's like yeah you do incur those things and they stay in you and there's no space so now you're stuck because you're trying to really you're really trying your hardest to like my God, I'm trying my hardest to like move on in life, move up in life, progress, like, you know, ascend or whatever. And it's just like, you just cannot because you're, you're heavy. It's, you're heavy of a lot of these negative things. And it, it may not sound fair, quote unquote, but it's just like, I'm just explaining what I'm finding out. And so letting go is not just um, letting go of like a perception or things like that, but it's also... Um, letting go of the detrimental things that are inside of us, that are inside of me, that I even like, you know, you don't think that you don't forgive or you don't think that until you remember these things or until they come up to your mind and you're like, Ooh, I never actually forgave this person. Did I, I never actually let go of this. Did I? And so, yeah, I'm going to like talk about a little bit more into like how, what I'm doing or and how I even got there and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, but for now I want to kind of just continue because I didn't even like, this was not even like, I, I have a couple more things that I wanted to kind of just talk about. Um, and then updates. So I do remember, like I did mention in the previous episode that I wanted to kind of have like a venting number that people can just call, even though I know that there's plenty of them available. Now, this number is not going to be for someone like obviously who's like going through incredibly hard life crisis like i believe like if yours if you like are suicidal and you're depressed and you're like on the ledge and you're about to jump like i i would really recommend that you call the national like hotline the last the national suicide and and, and depression hotline um because that that's your need like my venting hotline is just like most of, oh, by the way, it's like a venting hotline. Ooh. Oh, where's my oh yeah button, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but let, yeah, like my venting, well, okay, I need an announcement button or something, but this will do. Um, the My venting hotline is just going to be up. First of all, it's not going to be my venting. It's going to be the venting hotline. I don't want it to sound like it's belonging to me when it's not. Um, the reason why I just, I, I really think God put that in my heart because it's really, and the reason why I say that is because it's just not my nature to kind of extend myself in that way. I'm very much like, uh, people, you know, I'm very much about you. People are just like the sun and, you know, far away and like the distant, but that doesn't work for God, y'all. Like, God does not work with that. He, you know, God, like any parents, wants you to be around each other so you can enjoy each other's company, enjoy each other's presence, be there for each other whenever, you know, you're going through things, you have somebody to call. So, yeah, so that's so, you know, but the venting line is open. Um, I'm going to open it from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, and the number to call is 914-295-2982. Again, the number is 914 914- Two nine five two nine eight two, um, and it it really is very simple. Um, if you like, if you're overwhelmed with things, or if you are, um, if you know, if you just, if you just need an ear, because uh, again, a lot of us are like isolated, we're like closed off, where, and it's not by choice a lot of the times, like right, like yeah, you chose that lifestyle because it is a lifestyle, um, 
you chose just to be that way because it was easier for you and it was um, what was more appropriate at the time because you were going through a lot. People kept disappointing you, things like that. But at a certain point, I felt like you really acknowledged like, yo, this is not, I don't think this is normal because it's not until like certain life experiences happen that you that you realize like, wow, I'm really isolated and I need to talk to people, but I have no friends or I have no family member or I have no one to reach out to. Or even the reason why I like sometimes to kind of talk to strangers who are like really far away from me, like they have no consequence of my life, right? They're not going to bring that up at some point or another to hurt me. Like they're not, they're not going to hold it against me. Like they don't know me from a can of pain. I can give them like a a, a student like name and and just like be done with it um but but that's what this is like that's what the venting hotline is it's just for like if you need an ear if you need somebody to talk to um you can just like call the the, the number like again 914-295-2982 from 6 to 8 p.m every day i'm gonna try to do it every day now and it's eastern the time is eastern um because i'm on the east coast but like it's not just like the time is just going to be from six to eight and then after that I can't take in calls. It's just like the window is like that. Of course if I get a call, like if I get a call from someone like after eight or whatever, I I would take it. But like, you know, we just have to take in consideration that I do have a nine to five or more like a nine to six. Excuse me. And so, you know, we have to remember that, you know, you know there's that <laughs> um but yeah so and i have two rules for that because you know you have to you have to like set boundaries and things like that and my rules are very honest are very simple all i ask is that people be honest and respectful that's it and that's a huge and i, I believe everything that i want to request or ask out of people is in those two um, because again, you can call, vent, and lie about things, and now I will feel bad, and then you know will cry or whatever. If you were lying about it, that's on you. Um, I don't know what kind of people do that, but we we do live in the world where this is possible. People just need attention, and so they make lies and things like that for people to feel bad for them. Um, so if that's one of you, that I really like, stay away from this line. But also, I want it to be a respectful space. This is not the number to call if you're feeling lonely and horny like there's plenty of numbers that you can go that you can call to get your rocks off like this is not it this is not this is not this number this number is strictly like life has just like taken a few turns and you want to talk to someone you want somebody to kind of bounce some ideas off of you from and you just don't know who to turn to you don't want to turn to like the people who are around you because sometimes we have crazy things and crazy ideas and like, we still want to maintain a certain status amongst our friends and families and, and, and loved ones and, and acquaintances. And so it's also beneficial to, again, talk to a stranger that does not have a dog in your fight or that does, that's completely on, removed from, like, your situation. And so that's when I would say, like, hey, the vent line is for you. Or, again, if you're going through really difficult times, because we know life can be something. Life can be very challenging, and you can go through things and just it's almost like there's no solution. It's almost like there's nothing that can, you know, um, it, it's just, it, it feels very isolating sometimes. And so this is what this number is for, but beyond going on a number, because again, I do really believe that God is really like touching me so that I can go like and physically have a physical presence somewhere where I will kind of just set up my chair, set up my table and just put a venting sign on and just have people come into physically so we can talk. Because there's nothing like that human touch, that human contact, that human um, interaction. Like, 
I know we all on our phones and we're all doing all the things that we are doing, but like, it doesn't hurt to have someone that you're talking to face to face where it's not just through a screen, but it's actually, we can touch, well, we're not going to touch each other because we're not doing that. But like when we can touch each other, when we can, what, what, do, what do I keep saying touch? I don't want to touch you. Like, nah, that's not what it's about. But you know what I mean? Like when we have that human contact. And so really that's also on my mind. But for now, like that venting hotline is what I can guarantee for now. And then when things get settled, settled when I'm like in a place where I can kind of just go to like parks and things like that, where I can sit and really like just set myself and allow myself to be available. Um, so that of course I'm going to pray because there's some crazy people out here and I don't, I want none of that. I only want people who are genuinely like needing of someone to talk to. That's what this is for. But you know, Hey, I know how to defend myself too. So I, I, I'm ready for anything. Um, so yes, so that's like, you know, my little, little teeny tiny announcement, like little update, you know, like the venting line is open. I did mention that I was going to think, I was thinking about that. And so like, it's official now. Um, it's going to be open. Um, whew, what else? What else has been going on? Um, I'm semi vegan. Who like what? Huh? Like this, like, okay. If you know me, like, you know that I love meat. Like. I'm single, you know what I'm saying? I'm kidding. Um, but, you know, I I love meat. Like, I'm a carnivore. Like, it's crazy. Like, my love for meat goes beyond. Like, I my I love meat. Like, come on. You know? Um, but I the thing is, like, I was just, it was just like this. I was just thinking, right? And it just, the season where I am right now, the places where I'm trying to go and things like that, I just needed to be healthy. I needed to be healthy and, and just meat was just like in the way of a lot of things. And so I was like, okay, let's just challenge ourselves here to just try to go vegan for a minute and see. Now I've tried, like it's been three weeks now, but I kind of cheated. I had some chicken, <laughs> I had some chicken like two weeks, two weeks ago, but let me tell you, it's hard. It is hard. Like it's incredibly difficult to go from meat, 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 like from like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then all of a sudden just like first fruits and vegetables, like my like that's that's difficult. Like uh, like real talk, that's really difficult, nigga. Like that's incredibly hard, and so yeah so i'm doing that right now and but what i'm mostly doing is again i'm really trying to program myself so that i can love fruits and vegetables and things like that and grains and legumes and like, things like that and so what i'm doing right now is like i'm eating for like breakfast it's a smoothie lunch is a smoothie and then dinner like dinner is when i get a little like cray cray well not cray cray but like eggs i know eggs that's why i say semi and not fully vegan because the egg is definitely an animal product, but like I need something. I need something to hold. I need protein, and I know I can get it from like chickpeas and things like that. But can you even get that from chickpea? I know kale for sure is a source of iron. Is it a okay? See, I don't know my source of protein. I'm a mess. But what I'm saying is, I just need eggs in my life. Like you know, like baby steps. I let go of meat. It's gonna meet. It's gonna take a little time to get to let go of eggs, and then once I accomplish that, I think I'll be like I'll be fully vegan. But for now, again, like a blender, I blend my fruits and my vegetables. I take that to work in the morning. I drink that in the, um, during lunchtime, I drink that. And, um, and so, yeah, I've been trying to maintain that for the past two weeks. 
and I think I lost seven pounds. Seven pounds in two weeks is really good because guess what? I'm tired of being 200 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm tired of being 200 pounds. So I was like, okay, I need this lifestyle change. I miss, you know, skinny Danielle. I want her to be back because, you know, we had fun. So I was like, okay, yeah, this is the time to kind of just like go healthy. And again, it's really, it's really hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like the first three days, my goodness. And you just make sure you're busy. Because if you're not busy and you're bored and you don't have much to do and you're focusing on what you're eating, I don't think you'll make it. Because you're always going to be like, nah, but I need that meat though. Like, I need to eat meat. I need something. I need to fry something. I need to boil something. I need to, to, to grill something. Especially in summer, forget it. Like, it's not even, it's not even, like, it's not even going to be a fight. Like, so just make sure that you're busy while you're also eating right and exercising because... They, they really do go like hand in hand. They support each other and you're going to be much more successful, you know, if you do it that way. Um, what else? So I, th I think so far that less been going. That's what I can remember. Um, mention that I'm learning for my, I'm trying to study for my driver's license. I'm really trying to make sure that I can drive so I can get around. Um, and yeah, so, you know, I think that's about it. Ooh, that was a good vintage section. I feel good about it. Um, but I also wanted to kind of introduce like a couple of new segments. Um, is it just a couple or just one? I think it's just one for now. Well, actually, no, it's two. It is two, actually. So the new segments are this. Like, I will just, again, talk about things, even, even though I vent in, from my heart. Um, again, like my venting booth is not supposed to just be for me. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, I, from what I'm seeing and from what I think in my mind, like in my vision, first season is just going to be for me just venting but i'm hoping by season two i can i can just like get some people to kind of just like come in and just like vent as well but it's not just like venting just like to vent it's just letting steam off just creating a space where we feel like safe enough and comfortable enough to talk about everything the good the bad the nasty the disgusting the evil um and i, I don't think i've like had the chance to kind of dive into those things because again this is like the intro this is we're still into like Still getting to know each other, you know, so we're not going to get nasty yet. Um, but yeah, so hopefully by like season two or by upcoming episodes, I could just like ask a friend or two to kind of just like hop in and just like, you know, host a show. Not host a show, but just because it's not a show. Like I don't want to sound like, I don't want it to sound radio-like or show-like. Um, I don't want it to put on any voice or any like, you know what I mean? I just want things to flow as if they were like a conversation, even though right now it's more of a monologue. I get it. <laughs> but it's just down the line. I'm hoping that, you know, other people do join me so that we can just talk about, you know, these things as we go. Um, but yeah, so two segments. I will talk about what's on my heart. If there's a piece of news or pieces of news or things that I heard, um, that would be what I would cover on my heart. Um, basically meaning that it really is like pulling the strings of my heart. I'm praying for, for whoever is going through whatever situation has, is on my heart or um, anything of that nature. And I can name two things right now. Um, what's going on in Sudan is like heartbreaking. Um, if you don't know anything about it, they've been going through some political unrest for the past for the past few months, I think it started in December and then it kind of just escalated in April. The, the military, the, is it the military, but the government kind of just like killed some peaceful protesters who were basically saying, hey, we just want a civilian led government. Every citizen 
of citizens has the right to 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 protest and to make their voices heard and i think a lot of like a lot of these public servants forget that they're public servants like they think they're in the government just to like get rich and and scam and all of those things and it's like no you're in that office to work for the citizen and for the public you're a servant of the public and so in the midst of them protesting peacefully and really expressing that they want civilians to be in the um at the head of their government it kind of just like went all the way left and they're killed people they're raping children they're raping women they're raping men they're just it's just like a wild like it's just incredibly crazy out there and it's on my mind and on my heart because ah, there's nothing i can do and i feel so powerless because if i could i would i would just reverse the situation and i would establish peace but i just don't know how to do that and like you're always reminded of like your limitedness and not that it's not a good thing to say it like that but maybe but like i feel so powerless i feel like i want to do something but i just don't know what to do to like remedy the situation and a lot of times people are like oh here's how you can help throw some money that way but it's like besides throwing money like what can we do because there are some fundamental issues that are going on out there and just like full disclosure like i'm west african like i'm from ivory coast cote d'ivoire and so like and i'm not saying that to say that that's the only reason why i care but it's just to say that the continent of africa is like i mean it's my heart like literally i love my country i love the, the country of ivory coast where i'm from i love the continent of africa and i really just like I really pray so that we can just like come into our own like at, at finally because we're so rich of resources we're so rich of so many goodness that it's just like incredibly painful and hurtful to see us being taken advantage that way over and over again and it's like there's always a new colonizer or someone who wants to take advantage of us if it's not the west it's like you know the east if it's not cuz china from what i'm learning is like taking complete like they're just taking over and i'm like no 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 we need to take control of our situation we need to be in control of these things i really just want a fresh breath of young leaders to kind of just come and take control and be like okay this is what we're going to do all right if you want to partner with us cool partner with us but what we're not going to do is you owning us you're not going to come and own land in our own country you're not going to come and only have the nicest place in our country and relegate our citizens to the dirtiest nastiest poorest sections we're not doing that and so i'm really praying for that and i just don't know what kind of solution can be brought I think from what I was reading like as far as articles about what we can do um again it's always a list of like you can donate to such and such organizations and you can because there are plenty of like reputable like um organization I, I think one of them was UNICEF um to really help secure the children because oh my goodness it's just a wild it's just wild in there and what's hurtful is like major media have not made this like their mission to really like w like blow the whistle on the government and what's going on like it's like a footnote it's like oh oh yes yeah, sudan is happening oh do you know and then they move on trump said this it's like whoa like pause we're, we've been focusing on this trump on on, on the, I, I i don't even like to say his name we've been part focusing on he who should not be named for how long for like a couple of years now and i know he's only supposed to be like president for four years and he's the president and what have you but like i remember when the church like burned in paris 
it was like around the clock news. I remember when there were 11 individuals, 11 individuals that were targeted by some terroristic group in France. It was a, a, a worldwide like day, week of mourning. Like companies changed their logos to the map of France. Uh, sorry, to the flag of France. Um, there was just a worldwide outcry. And even though it's the same, like for Sudan, like when you go online, you do see articles, you do see people are outraged. People are definitely letting their voices be known on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all the other social media outlets, but it's just different. And it's always pointing out that black lives is really doesn't like, does not matter. Like black pain, black suffering, black oppression, just does not register to certain type of people because these companies like YouTube and Google and basically all the major companies who change their logo, um, to the like color of the flag of France, I don't see them doing that for Sudan. I don't see them making it their mission to be like, yo, we are standing with Sudan and this is what we are doing. And this is how we think we can do. And, um, you know what I mean? It's always like, they always take the stance of, well, we don't know what to do. And it's like, well, yeah, but like when friends, when 11 people get killed in France, all of a sudden people know how to mobilize and know how to pull their resources together to do something that shows their support. But when it happens to a nation um, in the continent, it's like, ooh. And then the other thing is they only report on the ills, the unrest, the wars, the coup d'etat. Like that's where the interests are. Almost as if the country does not even have any good news. Almost as if the country does not even experience any goodness. Almost as if the country does not even has the riches and the resources that are being stolen from them. Almost as if they're devoid of any any integrity, any quality, any anything good about any redeeming thing, you know. Um, and that's why I wanted to start a second segment here um, on my little very podcast because I wanted to like just have a segment where I focus on good news from Africa because good news on the, you know what, maybe I should say good news on the continent of Africa and then going ahead and talking about like countries and what's going on there and what the good news are um, over there in their corner of the world. Because I really think it's really important that we not only focus on the poverty, on the decay and the AIDS and the diseases and the animals, like people have such a very limited idea of what the continent is it's like, it's not even like, it's not even a joke. Like I went to an interview a month ago and the guy was basically like, oh, I don't want to say like Africa is uncivilized, but it's just a little bit behind. I'm like behind in what? Explain to me behind in what? If we're behind, how come we have all the resources that you guys come and take? How, how j just please explain to me how that's behind, you know, he's like, well, you know, just, and I was like, you know what? Okay. When, this is an interview. I, and to be honest, I regretted my reaction because even though I, I shaded him and I, but I, I was not as insulting as I wanted to be because I was like, well, you know, it reminds me of those like silly, ignorant comments that people will ask me when I first moved here. And I'm pretty much sure that he knew that I was talking about people like him who don't know anything about the continent. They really do see uh, like us, whenever you're an African person as a whole, they really do see you as like just a person who's like, oh, you've never seen buildings. And it's like, what? what? Huh? They don't even think that you've seen houses. They don't even think you've seen buildings. They don't see, they don't even think that, um, you, you know, they don't even think anything good of you. Like they don't think anything good comes out of the whole continent. And this is definitely, uh, a, a lie because we're rich, we're rich. It's a rich continent. 
like we are supplying the the we, we're full of supplies for the entire world and we've given and given and given so many of our resources, so many of our riches, so many of our intelligence, so many of our technology for people to turn around and just like shit on us and just treat us like we're nothing and like we're worth nothing. And so, sorry for cursing, but it's really the truth and it's really angering and it really like, it gets in my nerves. And so that's why I was like, okay, let me just, I, I, I just want to like have a segment in my podcast where I really talk about the good news happening in Africa and what I will do in the continent of Africa. And what I will do is kind of just like run up good news and just kind of pump it up so that we can have an idea of what's going on. But not even like, even if they're not good news being reported, I will kind of just like, just again, mention why this country is needed. Like why this country is important. Not that I need, even need to mention that. Not that I even need to prove that a quote unquote, a country is quote unquote worthy to you guys. But I really want to just, um, I really want to just like clarify certain things about, you know, the countries that are in the continent. Because... When people visit the continent, they're still like they will visit a specific country. Like they will go to Libreville, like in in the Congo, and they will still. Sorry, I don't even know if that's the right um, way to say it anymore because I'm still used to the old way of saying either the Congo or Zai. But they will say that go to my country. Say that go to Abidjan. They'll be like, oh, I was in Africa. Africa where? Africa is a huge country. It's really big. It's vast. It's vast land. Specifically where did your plane land? That's what we want to know. Like, just be specific. That's all. You know? So, I was like, okay. The best way to combat ignorance is by teaching and by by empowering with information. And so, I was like, okay. I'm going to start good news from, Af- from the continent of Africa or from Africa. And then, we're going to go down the list on, like what's really good and like what's going on, what kind of like advancements and, and technology or, or otherwise, or just anything. So in society, like we're, we're, we're striding and we're going above and beyond and for a continent that has been leached on for centuries, for, for thousands of years, we're doing really good. And so I wanted to like just start something, you know, where I point that out because I'm tired of listening to people really being ignorant about the continent and not knowing what they're talking about and being content and happy saying that like, that guy was really happy when he was saying those emotional, like when he was saying, when he was spewing that disgustedness out of his mouth, speaking of which, I, like, I remember that because it's on my list of things to do. I need to file a complaint with the EEOC because that was incredibly discriminatory and I really want him to learn that this is not okay. Like, you should not use an interview setting as an opportunity to shade on someone who's from a different nationality than yours or from a different color because oh please like i'm supposed to believe that he's not also racist so it's like you know it's one of those things but anyways oh it just went oh really dark and angry for a second it's just i get really frustrated because people have this very like limited idea of what the continent is um, and they're focused on this very port. This is a very small, not a very small portion, but they're they're focused on the wrong. Um, they report the wrong news because you're not talking about how you're supplying the arms, the the guns, and 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 all of these things to fund those wars. Nobody's talking about how those wars are getting funded. Nobody's talking about how a country that has stolen from you is also telling you that you owe them money. Nobody's talking about these things. Nobody's talking about the systems that are being put in place so that people do not travel well. Like in order for you to get a visa to even go overseas, it's a whole headache. Like they let 
one so they leave one by one and that's why you have so many people at the borders who are taking those boats those very dangerous boats to go because when you ruin my country and you ruin my nation and you ruin my neighborhood country i'm trying to eat i'm trying to get opportunities for myself so i'm going to go over to you who has stolen from me so that i can also get that but it's like no you can't get in and we're going to put laws against it and we're going to imprison you and it's like no you can't do that you can't steal from me and then when i'm trying to go go to you to get my stuff back or to even enjoy the riches because let's just not even we we'll go there we'll we'll go in those places like at one point or another but like these europeans country are where they are right now because of african nations you know those poor nations that are worth nothing you they're where they are right now because of those quote-unquote poor nations so stop calling us that we are not that we are more than that we're more than the circumstances that befall us we're more than our our coup d'etat or the wars or the unrest we're very we're more than that and it should be a comment upon like the, the media and everybody else to really acknowledge who we are. And I really think it's up to us to also take that narrative back and be like, no, we are more than like all, all the limited stuff that you want to put on us. Our continent is too beautiful. Our countries are beautiful. Our nations are too beautiful. They're too great. They're too wonderful. And they're too ahead of the time for you to sit here and limit us to wars. And so that's what, um, I want, I would love for that, um, segment to be that particular segment to just be about good news. I don't have anything to report right now uh, because I'm pressed for time. But like, that was like one of the things that I also wanted to do because oh, it gets, I, I get so upset when we get to that topic because people are still in like 2019 and people are still ignorant about the whole continent. And it's infuriating to the point of like punching something or someone like it took everything out of me not to punch that guy in the face you know he was older like he was in his 80s and but that that's no excuse like you cannot be this old and still be this ignorant it's incredibly like it's no like no no you cannot get away with your ignorance like this and it's like again i'm just reminded that i need to file that complaint because and i think the reason why it took me a minute to really do that is because when you file the complaint with the eeoc you actually have to go to their offices to actually take an appointment to go to the offices and then if they feel like you do have a case then you have to actually go ahead and file a lawsuit and again i just started a new job um i'm gonna move out soon so there's a lot of things that are moving but then you also do have 30 days to file a complaint with the eeoc so there's all of those things that are on my mind which is why i probably i haven't done that yet but like i really I, it's on my schedule it's on my things to do to really complain about these things because i it's really hurtful to me that people can even get up and say something like that to your face and just have the comfort level and i knew that the power dynamics were there like i'm obviously looking for a job from him so he felt comfortable enough to do that but that's definitely a, a, a good opportunity for me to explain to him through a complaint or a lawsuit or whatever that this is not okay and you should not be okay being ignorant like this you need to educate yourself so that when you are sitting next to someone or across from someone who's from a different country a different nation a different continent you know how to behave yourself appropriately and accordingly and so I'm going to keep you guys updated on that and I love so and things like that to see where we go from there. But I think that's it. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a heavy one. But like, just like the on my heart segment, I kind of forgot to mention um, Central Park. No, it's not Central Park 5. It's like when they see us, 
Um, of course, like by now, everyone has, well, not everyone, like most people have seen the series on Netflix, Ava DuVernay directed, wrote, um, and also produced it, I believe. And it's like a riveting story about the Central Park Five, who we're not calling the exonerated five, um, for how they've been um, grossly misaccused of a crime that they did not commit, a crime where there was no evidence against them. And it was just the city of New York, just like, was it Linda Fairstein and her team just really like came for these young boys and really used illegal tactics to come to to like conjure like to really like force them to make confessions and sign pieces of papers and then ended up going to jail for between six to 13 years I believe um and it was the thing is this even though it's on my mind and I've really been thinking about it and I like I'm so happy that they're in a place where now we can discuss the uh, now that there's widespread knowledge about their case because I knew of the case here and there, but not that much to be honest. And even though yeah, I lived in New York, like I knew of that case. Like of course we know police brutality and all these things and how they plant evidence and how they they mis they convict people of crimes that they did not commit. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I couldn't watch it, and the reason why I couldn't watch it is because I'm you know again my life is like. There are also some things that are going on in the background of my life that really, like, in order for you to watch these, that, because it's a, it's a series, like, I think it's a six-part series, um, and I just was like, mm, if I can, like, if I'm crying when I'm watching the interviews, I don't think I'll make it when I watch the series. Ooh, excuse me. And so that's why I was like, mm, I won't be able to watch it, but I was definitely, like, it's definitely on my mind, and I'm really thankful and grateful that not only are they exonerated, but they're, like, the public has had a chance to really um, acknowledge everything that has happened. And I'm really hoping that white people get a chance to see this because this is really a, a, a teachable moment for them and, to, and for them to see how they create systems where they unfairly target poor black and brown boys and, and girls and women and men as well because let's not even sit here and think that it's only for that time it's it's definitely happening in 2019 boys and girls of colors are still getting targeted black men black women black children black girls are still getting targeted and the reason why it's always important to talk about black girls and black women is because typically whenever there's like a movement of sort people rally around men and boys rather than rally around women and girls um, even if the same incident happened. So this is definitely um, a reminder that, my goodness, like it's very um, gross the way that racism has like firmly um, handicapped people in the way that they, it gets in the way of their ability to not only do a job, but just in the, in the way of like their moral compass where they feel okay to just imprison young boys for a crime that there clearly was no, absolutely no evidence. There was DNA on the scene. No evidence tied um, the boys to it, but they still decided that they were the ones and they decided to convict them and they went through jail time. And um, it's just like, wow. It's just like, you know, it was, from what I see from the interviews, from the from the things that I read, it's, it's incredibly hard. And again, that's the reason why I can't watch it right now. I'm hoping that hopefully like in a few like weeks, I don't know if in a month or so, I'll be in a better place and then I'll be able to watch it because I really do want to see it. Um, But the reason why I really try to really limit um how I consume 
such violence is because I don't want to get to a place where I'm immune to it, where I'm sanitized and it doesn't mean anything to me anymore because I see so many of them. Because I, I do have to confess that at a certain point I was just immune to like police brutality and them shooting because it was like another video and another and another acquittal like it's always the same they present evidence that a police officer used a sexist excessive force for no reason then it goes to trial then he gets acquitted he gets a pension he's still a black rinse and repeat and so it was really hurtful and again i was met with this thing where i felt powerless i didn't know what to do i could not do anything or so I thought, because yes, we can mobilize, we can organize, we can, we can march, we can protest, but we also have to vote. We also have to reach out to our representatives and our senators and whoever so that they can speak for us, which is why you need to make sure that you vote for and, and, and put people up there in, that, in, that, in those Senate and in the houses of, of the House of Representatives. You just have the right people there so that laws can change, so that they can have the right um, officers of justice, just so that laws can change because if we don't see it that way it's like oh my god i, I got out of time <laughs> while i was still recording thank god it still like kept recording like until like i got to an hour um but anyway so i think that was all the venting that i had and all the stuff that i wanted to get off my chest for today um and i kind of want to rectify something because i went back to kind of listen to it a little bit and around the 48 either 49.09 or 40 yeah i think it's 49.09 mark i was like okay what country did you like the country of africa no that was my mistake i was so busy renting that i was like tell us exactly where in the country of africa did you like no no no, no. Africa is a continent and even in my zeal to kind of just like be excited and explain that it kind of just like I was like it's a continent and it's not a country anyways I like my bad for that and this is <laughs> this was funny I was like well here I am trying to educate people and I myself do the slip up um but it was clearly a slip up because it's not I don't of course I don't consider the continent of Africa to be a country I know it's a continent very well um but anyways, I just had to kind of just like point that out. Um, thank you so much for listening. I want to just send a huge shout out to my only one listener because I think I only have one listener. Um, and I want to just say, say a huge shout out to my brother <laughs> who's supporting. And uh, hopefully as I grow, as I, um, as I, you know, as I continue to move on, I will have more supporters and more, more listeners and more people contributing and, and things of that nature. But thank you so much for sticking around and for listening. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful Saturday. It is still like three o'clock here. So I hope that, um, you know, wherever you are, that you are just really taking full advantage of this day. Well, if you're in a place where it's really nice and sunny. But if you're somewhere where it's just not a good, re like great weather, still enjoy your day because you're alive um, and you're here. And really, again, life can get complicated, but that's all we need. And so I wish you guys a really nice day and have a good weekend. And I'll talk to you at some point, hopefully next week. I'll stay consistent, but I'm hoping next week. So I'll talk to you next week. Bye.